0: I'm Dave, and I'm Nancy, and this is Middle Aged Wisdom,
1: where we talk about mistakes we've made,
0: lessons we've learned, and sharing things we
1: think are super
0: cool, so you can get closer to living your best life. Welcome to episode two of the podcast, Middle-Age Wisdom. I'm Dave. And I'm Nancy. And the topic today is trying to live a Ritz-Carlton lifestyle on a Motel 6 budget.
1: The reason we came up with this was we were thinking back in time to when we first met and when we first got married, and we were living that Ritz-Carlton lifestyle.
0: Well... I was. We,
1: we? I don't know about we. <laughs> okay, I was. Yeah. Dave was living the Motel 6 lifestyle. I was living the Ritz-Carlton lifestyle.
0: Yeah, prob- prob- yeah probably. Yeah.
1: So when we met, he thought I was just put together dentist. I had a great career. I lived in this posh apartment in downtown Denver. Great location. Walkable to all the bars and restaurants that we would go to. Loved shopping. Was always dressed perfectly. Had... My hair, highlighted. I think probably every four weeks. She, she
0: was blonde back I was then, blonde. blondish.
1: <laughs> and I'm now a brunette, as you can see from the picture, which is a very drastic difference. And he thought that that's what he was marrying, right? Um, so we dated for a year. We were going to get married, and when you get married, um, with our religion they make you take all these classes. They basically make you take these classes in order to get married in the church.
0: Yeah, you wanna get married here? Do this first, uh, okay.
1: And what were the classes on? It was?
0: Uh, talk about, oh man, we do we have to talk about our exes and stuff?
1: Exes, jealousy, <laughs> um, what can I, do I, will I hear from these exes in the future?
0: Yeah, like how far um, away are these people? Are you still are, with they, them? are they armed, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Um, but they make you, and I think it's really good because everything gets aired out before you walk down the aisle.
0: Yeah, and a and a key topic for us related to finances. Yeah. Right. So we had a little. We have a little confession from you.
1: Right, mm. and so when I first met Dave, I had just gone out of school. I think I was out of school what six months, maybe when I met you, mm. and I thought, hey, I have a great job. I haven't made any money up to this point other than waitressing for my dad's company, but this was a big deal for me. I had a paycheck coming. You've been working a long
0: time towards- Towards getting that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I spent, like I was a dentist that had been practicing for 10 plus years Hmm. that actually had a decent income and didn't have debt, Um, but I had tons of debt.
0: Yes, Dental
1: school, for people that don't know, when I was in school I had about $200,000. 200,000 dollars. Which isn't that bad in comparison to the 500,000 that it is now. And I'm sure that medical providers feel the same about this attorneys I'm sure it's very expensive to go to school.
0: I just want to make sure y'all caught that. It was today if you if you go see a young dentist in particular when they come out of dental school they probably they very are very likely to have $500,000 in just dental school debt.
1: Right. <laughs> so, right.
0: So, Nance, maybe uh, you, you want to, was it just the dental school debt or was there something else you had going on? Because, I mean, the dental school debt, that paid for a dental school education, but that doesn't mean Ritz-Carlton lifestyle. What did that?
1: The Ritz-Carlton lifestyle was on the credit card. Ah. And the credit card had gotten up to a whopping $40,000. 40000
0: dollars so
1: which is so much money to someone that doesn't have a dime
0: mm, so what forty thousand was like the total but did you that was more than one credit card if i remember right
1: i think it was a few i don't know i'm trying to block it out of my memory yeah yeah, that makes two of us
0: (laughs) And, and keep in mind like she's telling me this like I think it was like during our marriage classes when- They I,
1: forced us. To, I mean, not forced. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could lie about it, but why would you start a marriage on a lie?
0: Yeah, indeed, Nancy. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I told you
1: the whole truth and I remember being very nervous and I think my heart was probably pounding a little bit harder than normal. Mm. Um, And you very nicely said some expletives. I think and- I
0: processed it for, I think, at least four or five seconds in-, in- Profound silence. Which, for people that know me, that's to, that's that's profound for me to be silent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway. So, Nance, what did you forty thousand dollars? What did what did you get for that?
1: Well, I loved Nordstrom. Who doesn't love Nordstrom?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I loved Neiman Marcus. Who doesn't love Neiman Marcus? Mm. I loved shoes. I loved handbags.
0: Mm.
1: I loved life. <laughs> I loved vacation. <laughs> I loved Vail. Yeah. I loved Breckenridge every weekend. Yeah. I loved Copper Mountain every weekend.
0: What about uh what about your living situation? Was it a cheap place? Like or were you
1: No, it was the best. I mean yeah. it was the coolest place. And I even had my own walk outside, um like walkout patio, garden level place yeah. where I walked right into downtown Denver. And um, it was awesome. I mean, I jogged around the parks and walked to the restaurants. Everybody met at my place when we would go out. If I went out with the girls or if Mm. I went out with you, Um, we're meeting at my place because that was the cool place to meet at.
0: Yeah. She was... Right in the middle of Lodo back when before there was all these other areas in Denver you'd go to. Lodo was it. And she was right in the thick of it. And you had a two-bed... You were by, lived by yourself. You didn't even have a I roommate. I need a room
1: for guests in case a friend had a crash or... Yeah, so she
0: had a two-bedroom apartment too. Yeah, yeah. Somebody
1: wants to stay for the weekend. Come to my place.
0: <laughs> you needed it.
1: <laughs> I needed it.
0: You needed it,
1: yes. Uh So um, anyways, obviously this has... There's a rainbow at the end of this because we don't have any of that now and so our goal is to provide you with information to see how you can get out of it if you're in that situation or tips and tricks even if you're older and you have kids i mean these are tips and tricks that we tell our daughter now because we want her to know that the lifestyle we have now didn't just magically happen
0: yeah so the the thing if you're trying to live a ritz-carlton lifestyle style on a motel sex budget is it's going to come to an end eventually Somehow. it's it just will, and if you ever wanna climb your way back to you know, the lifestyle where you're you're doing more things that you enjoy and not having to worry about debt, what are some of the ways, that, some strategies for getting there? So we're gonna share how we climbed out of that sort of debt and just some things that we found helpful right. that helped us get there.
1: So we have, the first thing was housing. So obviously, if you're renting or if you own, it's to evaluate where you're living this is a huge part of our monthly payment. Whether you own a house and have a mortgage or whether you're paying on a lease, you um, you need to know what that is. And that percentage should not be um, more than 50% of what you make or what you bring home for the, for the month.
0: Yeah. And if you're trying to climb out of debt, it should probably be even less. It right. should probably be even less because if you think about those credit card monthly statements, you know, they'll, they'll give you like a minimum payment, but that'll only ever pay the interest and you'll never pay it off. So you have to plan right. uh, some way to pay off even more than what the minimum payment is. Otherwise, you'll never climb out of it.
1: Right. So for us, when we first were getting married and we were engaged and looking for a place, we wanted so badly to get a house but we knew we had to get rid of this debt so we looked at um housing in a, a really it's actually in a really nice area it was just a really crummy place it had some holes and some yeah. issues
0: we we found an apartment that was just a little over half of what our old rent was right and that was like one of the biggest things we did was just find a less expensive place to live right uh for starters just a couple quick things about this place like how we were, it was our version of roughing it, but this this place in the first week we lived there, uh, let's see, the, the toilet backed up. I think the sewer... No, not just there's the tr- toilet. No, there's a the tree s- root. There was a tree root in the sewer service, so the whole sewer service for the whole place backed up. Right. Okay. We had the washing machine hoses weren't attached, so that was spraying water everywhere the first time I turned that on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some
1: mouse dung.
0: Oh, yeah. When we... Oh, yeah. We were first married and we had that really nice dinner set. And you were putting away in the cabinets, and you found.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was just a disaster. So yeah. in any event, but we cleaned it up. Clorox wipes were really easy to come by then, so <laughs> we had a ton of them and just cleaned um, everything. And we we lived there for some time, and it it served its purpose.
0: It served its purpose. We lived there for over a year, and uh, just just the just the lower rent by itself was huge in helping us start pay down the debt.
1: If you have any other kind of debt, credit card debt, car payments, you don't buy the fancy house until that gets to zero. And that's just, it's a Dave Ramsey thing. But really, the only thing that you should have to your name is your mortgage when you take that upgrade to get the, new, the nice new house. Um, until then, you should be living a pretty low-profile lifestyle. The second thing is think before you buy. And this is something that I learned from The Minimalist, which I'm a big fan of, and I'm sure you'll hear about them more on some of our other podcasts. Yeah. So think before you buy basically means that if you're a couple in a marriage, that if you have something above a certain dollar amount, you should go home, talk to your significant other about it, and see if it's really something that's going to add value or bring joy or. It's the Marie
0: Kondo thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or be really useful. Right. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, I think for us is, uh, uh, a few months from now, am I going to remember I have this? Am I going to need it? Am I going to use it? Or is it just, am I just, uh, shopping for the sake of shopping? Exactly. Cause it's so stinking easy nowadays with, uh, Amazon and all these web apps that you just push a click of a button and it almost, almost doesn't even seem like real money when you do it that way.
1: Right. So you think about when you order something online, and sometimes it takes, if it's not on Amazon Prime in two days, and if it takes a week or so, you'll probably forget what you even bought. And it's like Christmas when you go out to the porch. You <laughs> see these boxes. You're like, what the heck is that?
0: Like what, something's here. What where is, is it? Where's
1: that from? And you open up, you're like, oh, yeah, it's blah, blah, blah.
0: Uh, um, for the record, the thing... It's probably a fifty fifty chance in our household now that it's some sort of cleaning product or disinfectant. And I'm right. like I'm like, Oh, great. It's more <laughs> wipes or something. And Nancy's like, Woo
1: <laughs> Yes. We don't get too many fun things these days, but we do get um necessary products because we know this trick of when you just type in numbers it doesn't really feel like there's a transaction taking place. Yeah. Which leads us to the last thing, which is subscriptions.
0: Mm, yeah. Like what what are the sorts of things where you've signed up for something and there is a recurring monthly payment now in perpetuity until someday when you try to cancel it and they fight you tooth and nail somehow?
1: Let me tell you that there is a book, a very, very popular book for business owners called The Automatic Customer. Mm. And it is solely about creating a business where there is an automatic customer, an automatic payment that comes to you on a monthly basis. There's a reason why they do this because when you, whether you get the product or you don't get the product, if you have an automatic fee, that company is making money and they know that. So whether you have a gym membership and you don't go, Mm -hmm. or whether you have a kid's app on your phone or an app on your phone about music or movies and you don't use it, they're getting paid anyways. So really evaluate what subscriptions you have, and do you truly, truly use it? Um, A big one is cable.
0: Yeah. So you know I know a lot of people do that now uh, in today's day and age, but we uh, cut the cable, I don't know, was it about a year ago maybe?
1: Yeah. We never had it. And then we had it for a little bit um, just because I think our parents were visiting and we were doing it. We didn't really watch it a whole lot, but we were doing it for them to be entertained when they're here.
0: Yeah, and me for sports was was a big part of it too.
1: Right, um, but it's one of those things that cable really, really adds up. And so, um, if you're trying to save money, you know, we kind of reevaluate it all the time. We probably have dropped cable and added cable I don't know, six times over the course of our marriage. Yeah, like on off on off on off. Yeah. Um, when we were down in the doldrums from the beginning of this podcast. We didn't have anything, and we went to the library.
0: Yeah, when we lived in that crappy apartment we mentioned earlier, it um, yeah, there was a library like two blocks away, and we didn't we didn't have cable. We didn't even have internet at the time. Uh, Netflix didn't exist. Netflix, like in its current form, didn't really exist. I think you might be able to get DVDs at the time, but uh, anyway, we would we would go and actually just uh, check out DVDs at the library for free. And funny funny memory I have from that was. Uh, for some reason, we got onto this uh, this British soap opera called "The Footballers' Wives." Was amazing. And, well, Nance got it, and then of course I had nothing else to watch, so I just kind of got into it. But it was like a, a take on. Desperate Housewives, which I think was like big at the time, and, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, it was so horrible. But we binged
1: was... watched season after season, <laughs> though, despite <laughs> you saying that it wasn't good.
0: It was it was fantastically cheesy and bad, but you know, another good memory from you know this time when we, you know, were trying to climb out of debt. It was kind of an oddly oddly good memory. Right.
1: Um, so, I just wanted to throw out some numbers because I'm a numbers person. Dave is not. I love calculating numbers. Hey,
0: whatever. You're talking to do an engineer here. I am I am a numbers person, just yeah, not the same just not numbers. Money. <laughs>
1: it's a little bit different. Uh, I'm obsessed with compounding interest because I think it's so amazing. So, I just want to tell you if you have cable, um, an average cable bill in um, our area is just under $300. Um, when I looked back, it said $293. Um, For Netflix, we pay, now we have Netflix, $12 a month. And I just wanted to compare apples to apples. So we did have to get the Chromecast in order to cast it from our phone. So that was $35, but it's a one-time fee. Once you have it, you own it and you don't have to pay anything else.
0: Yeah. And the Chromecast is just, a lot of people probably are aware of this, but it's just a little um, connection to the back of your TV. And they're handy little things and plug into just about any TV. Yeah.
1: Right. So between that and the $12 a month with Netflix, you pay $179 a year. Great.
0: Total. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Total bang for your buck. And we, we do read a lot. We do like to watch a show at nighttime, but all in all, we're not really a a TV family. Like we don't have the TV on all day. We usually listen to music. If you have cable it comes out to a whopping $3,516 a year. If you switched, you would save $3,337. If you're 25 years old and you plan on retiring when you are 65 years old, so say 40 years, if you put that $3,337 savings into um account, that, and you were compounding interest on it, by the time you got to retirement, and this is not adding another single dime into this $3,000. At your retirement, you would have a whopping $72,000. Think about that. That's a lot. Just for cutting cable, you can do it for a year and throw that extra savings into an account. Compounding interest is amazing, people. You should all use it. And we're doing another podcast about that and how we kind of cut corners on that and save money and what we do. But that is one thing that can really, really help you for your future.
0: Yeah. So we moved into a cheaper place. We were more intentional about the things we'd buy, uh, which was a lot less. Mm -hmm. And then we paid attention to where we're having these monthly recurring subscriptions and payments and are these things we really need and we really use Or can we just get rid of them and as you start aggregating these things that's how you that's how you can and that's how we climbed out of the the really crushing debt we were in at the time oh my gosh right
1: exactly um so i think looking back though you have to have these moments to have your story right because if you if everything was peaches and cream and you inherited it a gazillion dollars we wouldn't have our story to tell about how we worked together and we started our marriage and we really, really fought hard to reach our potential and reach our dreams, right? Our goals. Um, so some of these moments are also some of the most interesting times that we talk about. So it was really fun coming up with this podcast because we remembered all of these things that happened, um, in our, our life, um, way back when. And, um, how interesting it was
0: yeah the time we got out of dad but it's also about hey the footballers wives quotes there's there's things I can quote from that stupid show that, that nancy will still remember um that old apartment we used to drive by it but it's since been torn down that's how that's how, that's kind how, of bad, it that's how bad it was it, Wait, it really doesn't quickly, exist anymore a
1: squirrel came into our house through a hole in the wall let me just tell you
0: that. there was a hole in the exterior of the wall from a woodpecker but yeah so like a woodpecker <laughs> poked a hole in the exterior of the wall And then eventually a squirrel decided to try to nest in there in the cavity between the exterior wall and the interior wall. Yeah, Yeah. that was a hoot.
1: That's how bad it was. (laughs) Anyways, um, but we have our story and I'm sure all of you do, but I think the main gist is just know that if you create a clear path that you can get out of debt and you can have that financial freedom that you're searching for.
0: Yeah. And if you want to live a Ritz Carlton lifestyle, don't expect to do that. At least not for very long. If you, if you have a motel six income, it's just ain't going to, it ain't going to work forever. You might be able to fake it for a while. Um, but it, it's going to come crashing to a halt eventually. And how much of a hole have you created for yourself and need to dig yourself out of? Right. Yeah.
1: So on that, we'll see you next time. We'll be back next week for another fun filled podcast on middle aged wisdom.
0: See you then.